Good morning, everybody. This is Judith. I hope you're listening to Mad Love. Let's get into it. So, so much has happened since our last podcast. Um, this Israel Hamas thing is no joke. When you have the governor of Missouri saying we stand with Israel, um, you know, there's that's pretty significant because he hasn't really come out on the side of anything international. Um, so, plus, I didn't realize until, I don't know, maybe 15 years ago, that the current version of Israel is an American construct. America's government just carved out a space and called it Israel. Um, I mean, this this conflict goes back probably centuries, but I'm not well versed on it, so I'm not going to do too much talking about it. It is a concern, uh, just like the uh, government shutdown, which is probably inevitable since there's no speaker. I mean, that Kevin McCarthy, what was interesting about that is you knew it was going to be trouble because it took him so many times to win. I mean, he should have been embarrassed. And they kept voting for like a black Democrat, I want to say. I can't remember who it was. But uh, they just kept voting for him. And McCarthy lost like, wasn't it like six times? It was crazy. So we knew we were in for a bumpy ride. Now there's no speaker. Uh, Tip O'Neill is turning in his grave, right? When he's Speaker of the House. Anyway. And uh, that, that's all. I, politics and politicians, I am completely over them. You know, they have figured out that no one's going to hold them accountable. So they just say whatever they want. And then, uh, you know, they win all these votes. And then people just sort of let them off the hook because they don't ask if they ever did any of the stuff they said they were going to do. And it's just a, a finesse game. You know, the days of a public servant, someone who was dedicated and, and wanted to to help the people and, and move things forward, they're over. Simply over. I was watching something last night, too, um, where uh, I, wanted, I cannot think of this dude's name, but he is a pretty young... Um, conservative Ben Shapiro. So he was talking about it. And this is the issue. And this is the issue that I have as well. The letters that Barack Obama wrote to his white girlfriends, especially this particular one who saved them. And those letters are now available to the public. You just, you can't photocopy them though. And where he talked about daily making love to men in his mind. That is something that clearly a homosexual man would say, <laughs> you know, and, and maybe he's obviously he's bisexual, but it feels like that would have been news. You know what I mean? Like nobody talked about it. And this has been an open secret. He cooperated with the book. It's called Rising Star. I haven't read it. I don't have any particular desire to read about Barack Obama, but it does explain why there are so many things going on in the world that you never hear about there these these people who own these media companies they definitely have an agenda and it's not to keep the people informed because i can think of several topics that i think are alarming and no one talks about you know on this podcast i'm very dedicated to caregiving 
uh, how the average middle class family is going to be able to afford uh, health care for their parents. I don't know. I don't know if you're lucky. And I've known more people like this, is not our situation, but I have known people who uh, saved money, who um, sold businesses, amassed some money, sold land, and they have enough money for a few years of pretty high quality care, private pay. You know, um, one uh, lady, I know her mom is sounds just as bad as my mom, but it took her a really long time to embrace it. She had a farm. They sold her farm. And it sounds like they're her and her brother are trying to preserve the cash. And I'm like, well, you're going to want to take the cat farm money and get real care because you can't do this. You know, it. you cannot do it by yourself. I don't have as much help as I would like because it's expensive and my mom didn't save anything. Um, but I, some help has just been a game changer between CBD and having a home health care worker. I mean, I've been able to, you know, celebrate my birthday and maybe go out to dinner, like have a life. And it's it's hard. It really is hard. And if you're a person who loves your your parents, I don't see how you I don't understand people who can just send somebody to live somewhere and they never see them. I, or you move away and let somebody else just do all the work. I don't know how to do that. Um, and I'm not talking about my siblings. You know, my siblings have their own health challenges. And I'm significantly younger. And I have a different temperament. You know, and sometimes my mom is just flat out funny, even in her adult state. But we've been having a good couple of days. I mean, the CBD, man, it just has really, she's been on it probably a solid nine months now. And it's just been great. She stays calm. I think she's had anxiety my whole life. My whole life, I can look back and see that she had just tons of anxiety. And while I thought she was controlling it, I look back and I think she probably never, never could really control it. And then she was better at stopping those weird panic attacks uh, when she was younger. And then as she got older and and then uh, got this disease, she couldn't control her emotions at all. Like she was constantly like worried, worried, worried. And so this has been great. She was actually, she was doing a pants optional thing yesterday, but uh, she was in a good mood. Um, She stayed in bed most of Sunday, most of Monday, but she ate, was pleasant, just, just tired, just enjoying, you know, it's getting chilly. So she was, you know, snuggled up. She was in a good mood. It was just nice. She went to bed with no problems. She goes to the bathroom, goes back to bed, no problem. Cause that, that had been a thing for a while. It's just like, she just get up and you knew like, Oh my God, she's going to be up for the rest of the night. So there's still a part of me that's very traumatized. Cause this time last year she had come out of the hospital, but the stuff really hadn't helped. And it was like, she was sleeping only after being up for days, exhausted. But the medicine, the antipsychotic that they put her on, kept her from being as combative. But nothing. And Seroquel is there. I think the number one side effect of Seroquel is death. So I'm not sure if that's a good prescription or not. 
uh, but nothing has worked as well as CBD. Absolutely nothing. Uh, I am uh, I am an advocate of it. I believe in it. It has worked and done wonders for me and my family in our caregiving situation. So, um, yes, we sell some on MadLovePodcast.com. Uh, try some out wherever you go. You don't got to get it from me, but you should get some CBD. If you, especially if you have anxiety, even if you have anxiety now, or if you're one of those people who can't quiet your mind and get good sleep, you definitely want to start getting some sleep CBD gummies or some of these caramels that I give my mom. She likes the caramels and nobody makes them other than CBD Kratom. I used to like Equilibria sleep thing, but they changed the formula. I don't know why. And it, it just makes them gross. I guess they call themselves making them juicier, but they really messed it up for me. You might like that or you might not mind the the film that forms on the bottom of the jar, but I do. And so I'm no longer buying Equilibria, although I am eternally grateful for them getting us started on uh, sleep products with CBD in them. Uh, what else is next? Oh, yeah. So, like, there's just so much stuff that the news isn't reporting. Of course, this dementia caregiving thing is the one I feel like no one talks about. I finally saw a TikTok where a girl who was, I don't know, under 40 was saying something. And I was like, see, it's starting to dawn on people like this is going to be a real thing. You're even going to have to figure out how to negotiate caregiving into your uh, employment package because even if you have $200,000 and you put them somewhere, you still got to go see about them. You know, if they're on a Medicaid bed, absolutely, you're going to be in there all the time. But even if you stick them someplace, you this is just an added extra thing you have to do. And it's expensive. So you may be looking at if there's nothing else wrong with the person, like my mom is super healthy except for the dementia. You could be looking at doing this for 10, 15 years. You have to really budget for this. So, you know, a couple hundred thousand dollars when you're spending seven or eight thousand dollars a month. And that's what memory care costs. And that's on today's today's pricing scale. What's going to cost in five years? I just don't understand how this isn't. Uh, on people's radars. I'm not understanding why it's not on the news. I'm not understanding why there aren't new financial products being floated to people to help them pay for this. You know, um, I I just, I don't get it. I really don't. And then I'm also confused as to how we can just keep printing money and sending sending it to Ukraine. And, and, I, and I'm guessing now we're going to send stuff to Israel. And it's like, how how is this going to work? I'm not great at math, but I understand basic math. (laughs) I mean, the dollar is going to be worth nothing. If you could just print it at will, you know, that was that was part of, I guess, why they wanted to unlink it from the gold standard, you know, to, to just be able to print as much as you want. Let's send 50 billion to someplace. We don't have it. We'll print it. I don't understand how it's keeping its value. But that's just me, uh, which I think is why people like Oprah are buying thousands of acres of Hawaiian land, even though I, I don't believe you should buy something that nobody wants you to have. The natives don't want her having all that land. And then like TikTok and the Internet hate Oprah. That's what's interesting to me. Her legend has not 
uh, her legacy has not aged well. Like, these kids are like, Oprah's manipulative, Oprah's, um, like, this younger generation who didn't grow up watching her show every day, they're just not feeling her. And they really don't like this Maui thing. And then she's gonna get on with The Rock and beg normal people for money. Like, people are like, "Uh uh-uh, you're a billionaire. You buying up a bunch of Hawaiian property. No one's convinced that this isn't part of some elaborate scheme to buy more property. You know, people are not feeling Oprah. This younger generation is looking at Oprah real sus. They are not into her. And, uh, oh, oh, Oprah. Um, Up until recently, I think her most her biggest miscue was when she decided to sing her own theme song and that's what it sounded like oh oprah run on like boy what kind of narcissist do you have to be to be like let me sing my own theme song (laughs) even di sanders says now play me my theme song or let me hear my themes but he don't sing it I don't know. That just cracks me up. Uh, but yeah, people, the younger generation, her stuff has not aged well. They just feel like she manipulated and bullied people. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't know how that's going to play out. Her PR is looking terrible. Oh yeah. I had a thought about, oh, I went away, but I was going to talk about somebody else. I can't remember who it was. Oh, Drake. What is with Drake? I'm going to be honest. I was a big fan probably 10 years ago. Um, I would say Take Care is one of my favorite records. Uh, the whole entire CD, I used to buy CDs back then, and it was good. It was really good. I really enjoyed that one. That was 2011. Uh, that whole R&B singing thing, and, the, you know, he was sensitive and all that. I enjoyed that, and I thought Nothing Was the Same was pretty good. And then... You know, then it started to be, I like one or two singles. But now I don't listen to Drake. And I don't get this new look he has. I'm not understanding how you get to be close to 40 or 40 and start doing weird shit with your hair. Like the plaits and the barrettes. And I'm not understanding what that's all about. Um, Yeah, he just looks crazy to me. And and people do not like uh, his new record. And the direction he's going and I think he's busy trying to stay relevant and I also think fame has probably changed him too because he was sensitive and you know he got made fun of the sensitive Canadian and now it's sort of like he's been trying his best to be this hard abrasive dude and I guess you know he's he's finally achieved that because people are not feeling that like he got dragged all over TikTok yesterday was a TikTok day for me I don't even look at TikTok a lot but I needed a break. And I was like, okay, Chinese government, spy on me while I look at this TikTok. Excuse the yawn. So um, I was looking at it, and, and Drake just kept coming up. And I'm like, what? Are people pissed at Drake? And between Drake and Oprah, there's a lot of dragging going on. And I used to like Drake, but I can't defend him because those records I liked are 10 and what, 12 years old? 10 and then. Yeah, yeah, 10 and 12 years old. Um, And I think it's really hard for artists 
especially ones with rap careers, because rap is the only genre you cannot evolve. If you're a black male rapper, you cannot evolve. You know, you can't do Post Malone. Like Post Malone can uh, put out a rap record and then turn around and put out a pop country and Western record. But if you're Drake, you can't do that. You got to stay hard. You got to stay street. You got to stay slapping hoes and all that. You know, so I think uh, that genre has really uh, stifled creativity. You know, Jay-Z stayed relevant because of Beyonce. But he stayed at the fair too long. One of those records was not that great. And I was like, what are, what are we doing here? You know, you're up here rapping about mansions and art you buy and all this shit. And it's like, Jay-Z, this, this, the street shit was interesting. This other shit is just sounding like bragging. And then, you know, he messed up one of her records. I was like, yo, it would be dope if he didn't come on. Maybe Drunk in Love. But anyway, I always saw Drake transitioning out of music and, you know, being a host of things or, you know, uh, just doing something different. But instead of growing up, he seems to be like, that barrette look ain't it, bruh. You look nuts. And I used to like Drake, but I'm going to be honest with you. That Scorpio male energy is, it can be something. They don't love the truth. And this has been my experience with them. So if you're Scorpio male, I ain't trying to hurt your feelings. But collectively, y'all have got some bad traits. And not being in love with the truth is one of them. And I've seen all kinds of bizarre, uh, like sex, I think, really messes up some of their minds. I remember, I, I don't know if we dated we went to college together. He clearly had a crush on me. I never really paid him that much attention. I, I liked him. I thought he was super cute and we were friends. But I had a crush on somebody else the whole time I was at Howard. And this guy never made a move. But I remember one time he was looking at me. He was so serious. He was like, if I ever caught my wife cheating, I would kill her. And I was like, wait, that's a, a harsh reaction. I'm not no cheater. So I it didn't phase me one way or the other plus we weren't a couple but the way he said it I just looked at him and he was like super serious and I was like okay that seems unstable plus he was he was kind of a liar he was cute though but he lied all the time and but he was a very good friend to me if that makes sense <laughs> people can be more than one thing and he was not a super honest person but he was always reliable, and he just came through for me. He was a sneak, though. I remember his mom wouldn't let him drive his uh, really nice new car to college. So he just, like, went and bought a hoopty, like, for real. It it had dog chains for door handles. I remember one of his friends was like, damn, man, dog chains for door handles. <laughs> but he spent, like... I don't know, six or seven hundred dollars on it and fixed it up himself because he was really smart. I think he's like a I think he's an OBGYN now with all them women issues, women hating issues. But, you know, for the time, he was a very good friend of mine and he really helped me out because I needed to go shop to get some clothes for my internship interview. And he was just he was a good guy to me, but I'm sure he was hell on earth to 
to his wife and to the women he dated. And that's the Scorpio male. They don't always love women. They almost always seem to have issues with women. They're sensitive, yet they're secretive. It's a lot. It's a lot going on. So Drake is probably, you know, uh, a nightmare, to be honest with you. (laughs) Because none of the ones I know are millionaires. And so I'm guessing having that kind of money and and having that kind of access and being able to do whatever you want to do makes people crazy. Look at Britney Spears' uh, Instagram. She looks like she someone carved out her soul. She just up there dancing and twirling around. Tell me you've been traumatized without telling me you've been traumatized. Watch Britney Spears' Instagram. I mean, something happened to that girl. And y'all wanted her free, but I think she needs to probably stay under some sort of conservatorship when she needed the care was and freedom was probably long, long, long ago. Something really happened to her. And I don't know what it was. But I think it finally started to hit her and dawn on her. And her mental health is fragile. So I don't, wouldn't worry so much about freeing her anymore and worry about, you know, getting her the help she needs. Help Brittany. So, anyway, famous, nasty, and toxic. I don't know why anybody wants to be famous. I was watching something on Kim Kardashian, and I'm like, why do we even know this girl's name? She put her vagina out there. She cloud chased and got herself some pretty name brand boyfriends and a husband. And it's like, that's all we know her for. She's like the modern Zsa Gabor. But he's, at least they even tried to act. The Gabor sisters, I just, I do not get the Kardashians. I don't know all of them. I can't tell them all apart. And I'm really, really proud of that. So thank you. All right, everybody, have an amazing Tuesday. We're already at what? Tuesday the 10th. So let's get real. Let's get excited. October and November are like the last months where you get, can get it in in 2023. Because December, people will go on vacation. So if you've got paperwork you need to do, or if you're thinking about, like yesterday, I spent a significant amount of time uh, switching car insurance. Uh, if you got things that you need to do, start getting them done, wrapped up. Uh, if you want to start a business, do it. If you want to scale your business, do it. It's time to start making connections because 2023, we, we're chugging towards the end here. Anyway, oh, prayers out to one of my friends. Her mom had a horrible stroke. These are tough times. So... I know I was signing off, but so one of my friends, her mom had a stroke, paralyzed on the left side of her body. I call, I tell one, another friend, I I delivered that message to two friends. One is at work. I'm going to call. Okay. She called her. And then the other friend is like, I'm, I'm in between both of my parents because they're both getting chemo. Both of her parents have cancer. So it's like, Damn. And I'm like, I can't call because I'm watching my mom. And it's like, this is, adulting is, adulting is a motherfucker. I'm just going to say it. It's a lot. It's a lot. So, you know, people ask me all the time. And I said to one of my friends, I was like, people think I'm otherworldly because I can take care of my mom and I don't seem, you know, always worried and stressed out, even though there's terrible things happening. But it's not all terrible all the time. And I pray and I meditate and I just, I, I do the best that I can with it and I take it one day at a time you know but this could be overwhelming being an adult can really 
be overwhelming. You need to be a grown up. I'm concerned because, like I said, I've met some people who have not hit emotional puberty lately. And I'm like, y'all look grown, but you act like children. And it's a lot of people out here like that. You, we, we are overrun with narcissists. We're overrun with self-centered people. We're overrun with emotionally immature people. The emotional intelligence IQ has got to be really, really low in this country. The emotional IQ. What would I what would we what would we call it? It's just it's low. It has to be. People are not emotionally intelligent. And I think I said it wrong at first, but you get what I'm saying. The EIQ is not high in some people. It's just like you know, the collective IQ has dropped and it's obvious. The collective emotional IQ has dropped and it's obvious. Everybody's just out here navel gazing. They're super obsessed with themselves and this can be overwhelming. So there's real, real grown up shit around the corner waiting for you. And all that falling out and talking shit and all the stuff you're going to do and I'm going to, none of that matters when someone you love is sick will you will you stand up and take the call will you be a grown up and do what grown ups do and a lot of y'all you know you you somebody popped in your head right now and you're like no nah, they ain't gonna do it they can't do it it's time to just be better I honestly believe and people are gonna think I'm crazy but I honestly believe some sort of portal is gonna open up and just take out all the suck. All the sucky people are just going to get sucked right right down this hole. And the rest of us are going to be here chilling, doing what good people do. In fact, I pray that happens because I am about sick of uh, shitty people. And I got my Louisville slugger. So if I see that motherfucker in my stairwell again, he going to get towed up. Because he like to sit with his back to the door. And I come from behind. When I'm leaving my unit, I'm coming from behind him. I'm going to pepper spray his dick, and I'm going to beat the shit out of him with my Louisville Slugger. I haven't gotten my pistol yet, but that's coming. I'm telling you, I don't want to be this person, but you need to be able to protect yourself because they call this shit low-level offenses. I was trying to explain this to my neighbor, and he's like, he's going to get out with all the stuff he... He's done. And I'm like, yes, motherfucker, because he ain't do nothing to me. He just was masturbating in the stairwell, which is unpleasant, which is unseemly, which means he might escalate to something else. But he hadn't yet. And when y'all doing all this voting and, and caring about people and uh, you know, and you're so liberal and you worried about folks, this is what people are trying to tell you. Like, you say all this shit until it comes to your doorstep. And then it's like, well... He shouldn't get out. Well, you all have been the ones that wanted all these people who weren't going to be hard on low-level crime. So what do you want? You can't have it always. And that means you don't understand how the system works, which means it shouldn't even be something you vote on. It really shouldn't. All these policies should be things that just the governor sets. And then you pick a decent governor. That's my opinion on it. Because people are getting finessed by these ad campaigns. I'm telling you, it does not feel low level when it's happening to you. And people just really don't understand. You can't be nice 
and let everybody out and be tough at the same time. Like, because this guy was on the text chain. Like, I feel sorry for him. There, but for the grace of God, go I. Okay. And then four weeks later, after this dude's dick has been exposed, and he, you know, he was all like, throw him, throw away the key. <laughs> Wait a minute, dude. <laughs> At first you were feeling sorry for him. Now it's like, don't let him let that motherfucker out. <laughs> oh my God, that's funny to me. All right, everybody. I'm really signing off. Have a beautiful, blessed, prosperous day. Madlovepodcast.com. Check out the CBD store. Uh, yeah, all of that. Take care.